Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And before we get started with today's episode, I don't want to just continue rolling like I haven't been gone. I want to give you all a huge apology and explanation of where I have been, because it's really not like me or the nature of the um, podcast to not produce episodes as frequent as um, I guess I have not been producing them. And the reason for that is I have been under the weather. I have been sick. And I go into a little bit more detail on my Instagram at Brittany underscore bundles if you want to hear about that. But I am feeling a lot, a lot better. I'm not completely healed, um, but I'm claiming that I will be very soon. So with that being said, I wanted to just give you all that update, let you all know that I have not forgotten about the podcast. I have not forgotten about you all. And um, I am trying my best to continue on with content, keeping my, my health uh, as a priority. So um, I'm, I'm really happy to be back. And today, with all that being said, I want to talk about how to build a reliable reputation in business. I think this is a good talking point for a lot of entrepreneurs because one aspect of making sure that you are going to be as successful as you possibly can be for your business is making sure that your reputation is intact. Now, there are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control as with anything in life. There are going to be some things that are out of your power and some things that, that are in your, your power or your scope of, of power. However, I'm going to focus today on talking about things that are in our power and things we can do to build a reliable reputation in business. Because a lot of times, reputation will set you apart from different businesses out there. There are so many people, so many entrepreneurs that spend so much time trying to find out negatives and, and what's wrong with someone else's business. And they use that as a selling point for theirs. But I've talked about this a lot of times on my YouTube channel at Brittany Bundles as to why that's not a good marketing strategy. Because I don't know about you, but I've gone to a lot of businesses where the owner has bad mouthed their competitor and it didn't make me feel better. It didn't make me feel more secure. It didn't make me like that company more. If anything, it made me look at the owner a little bit different because you don't have to down another's business to promote yours. You can have your opinions, but like my mom used to always tell me, if you don't have anything nice to say, it's best not to say anything at all. And so all everything that we do as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, a lot of times it's put under a scope, under a spotlight, because people are expecting something. They're expecting integrity. They're expecting a good product. They're expecting good customer service. They're expecting to be held or they're expecting, excuse me, to hold you to a higher standard because of the business that you're in. And so one way to not only distinguish yourself from other businesses without talking bad about another business is to build your business a reliable reputation and to become known as a reliable brand. And I'm going to talk today in this podcast episode about just how to do that. So if you are interested in this episode today, don't just keep it to yourself. Grab a friend, share the podcast on social media. You can share it on Facebook, 
Twitter. Uh, you can also share it on Instagram. If you have YouTube, you can share it on your community tab. You can share it via text, email. You can also turn up the podcast episode when you're in the car with a family member or friend. But let's go ahead and spread the word about this podcast. And I will appreciate all of you for doing it. And I appreciate all of you that have done it in the past. So we're going to get started in just one moment. I want to welcome you all back to another episode with Brittany Bundles. And I'll be back in just a moment. All right. Okay. So we're about to get started. I thank you all for your patience. And again, I thank you for being here. So today we're talking about how to build a reliable reputation in business. So the first thing that I want to put on the, the table, just the first thing I want to get out there is honesty. This is the first thing that I think needs to be talked about. Because when you are putting yourself in the position to be a business owner, you have a responsibility, you have a reputation to uphold. And to me, this is why setting the right expectation goes so far. And I talk about setting the right expectation and a lot of different fundamentals constantly because it's essential. You can sell anything that you wanna sell but if you don't do it the right way, based in honesty, integrity, if you're not consistent, don't show humility, it may not be a long ride for you. And so honesty is number one. There are so many entrepreneurs that are afraid to be honest to their customers. Now I can admit, speaking to people in general, has gotten easier over the years as I have continued to do it. When I first started my hair business, I did not speak to as many people as I do now. I was nervous. Plus, I didn't have as many customers when I first started out. And that's another reason why I truly believe that everyone's business grows at a rate that is for them. Because if I were to wake up one night with no experience dealing with really any customers to having an influx of literally hundreds of customers in my inbox the next morning, I would have not known how to handle that. I just wouldn't have. So a lot of times we don't like the process, but the process is necessary because it teaches us how to grow at a pace that's adaptable for our business. It teaches us. Now, I'm not saying that if for some reason I wake up and I'm blessed with thousands of orders, I wouldn't know how to handle it. You know, I would know what to do. But I'm saying that I'm grateful that my journey took me through a process. A lot of us are wanting to go from point A to Z overnight. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be great. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to excel in your field. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a multi-million dollar business overnight. But there's also nothing wrong with allowing your journey to unfold and learning along your way. Because truth be told, there's no way around learning what it is you are meant to learn going through the motions. I give this analogy a lot. And driver's training, I can watch as many driving videos as I want. 
I can read as many textbooks about driving as I want. I can hear as many stories from my uncles and aunts and friends and cousins about how it was their first time driving. But until I actually got behind the wheel, until I actually clicked that seatbelt for the first time, until I actually had to parallel park, it was a completely different story. There were some things that I had to learn on my own. Now I was grateful for the information that I learned through the textbooks and through driver's training and through family and friend support. But ultimately there were some things that I just had to learn on my own. And that's the same with your business. There are some things that you are just not gonna get around having to go through yourself. So back to honesty. A lot of entrepreneurs struggle with being upfront and honest with things like their shipping timeframes. Your shipping timeframe is your shipping timeframe. You have to decide a shipping timeframe that's going to work well for you, for your business, and so that you can make sure that you're setting the right expectations. If you can't do something, don't commit to it. Being honest. I have gained more customers by being completely honest and telling them what my shipping time frame is versus setting the wrong expectation and saying that I can have hair delivered overnight when I knew that I couldn't. When I knew that it wouldn't get there overnight, even if there were days that I would go to the FedEx store and I would say, hey, can I overnight this package? And depending on where it was going, they would let me know, okay, even if you do like overnight, it's not going to get here by tomorrow based on the time that you're shipping it out or based on the location that you're wanting to send this to, it's not going to be there by tomorrow. And so it's my responsibility at that point to let the customer know. Those may not be easy conversations, but they're respected conversations. And by having respect in the business, it builds up your reliability because people learn to trust you and they know, okay, whether I, she, she, she's not gonna just tell me what I wanna hear. She's gonna do her best to give me what I want, but she's gonna be honest. So I'd rather shop with her because I know what I'm going to get and what to expect versus someone else that's just gonna tell me what I wanna hear and it's a hit or miss working with them. So be honest, let customers know what you have in stock. Let customers know what textures you do offer. Let them know your policies. If you don't offer refunds, you don't offer refunds. A lot of times we don't take our business serious. We don't take our policy serious. And customers can notice that in our tone, in our demeanor, in the way that we move and respond to them. So you have to first be comfortable and confident with what you're selling, who you are, your position, and not use it as like a strong arm, like, you know, I'm the boss and what I say goes, but have enough confidence and assurance within you to know that this is, you know, the business that I created. I'm confident that I'm going to, to run it correctly. And these are my policies that I'm going to stick by. So honesty. The second point that I want to touch on is consistency. So another way that you can build up a reliable reputation is by being consistent. And there are going to be some times where, or there may be some times where you find that your business is not as consistent in some of the motions that it has been consistent in. For example, let me use my business for an example. I have been sick. So although I changed up the way that I post my YouTube videos, I still would have posted more if I felt better. Just being honest. I would have posted more podcast content as well, or episodes as well. 
I didn't feel well at all. And so that was not being consistent in terms of business. Now, there are things that I could have done to prepare myself. So I could have pre-recorded, you know, videos and podcast episodes and had them like an archive until, you know, maybe I got sick one day and I needed to post content and just posted those. However, I really don't like doing it that way. Because when I record a podcast, I like to feel like what I'm talking about. And although I can wait until I feel it and still save those episodes, I just prefer to record like in that moment. It's just something about recording in the moment and posting it right then and there. It, it's just something about it. Or, you know, after I edit it, posting it like, you know, in a few days at the most. But I don't really like just having content sitting. Plus, I record on my phone. So there's only so much that I can have recorded on my phone before I can't record anymore. So there's that too. But I wasn't as consistent. But if you look at the overall picture of my business, I'm typically consistent. You normally, even when I've been sick, you still were able to see me on social media. Not as much as I had been before, but you're able to see me. I still posted videos on YouTube, not as much as I'm used to, but I was still there. So consistency, making sure that you're still there, that you're not going missing in action if you can avoid it. And if you do, then you're coming back with an explanation and you're making sure that you come back even stronger than you, you left before. So this time I'm definitely working on putting different measures in, in place so that if I do get sick again like that, I won't leave you all hanging. But it's that balance, making sure that you're keeping your health as a priority, but also making sure that you're being consistent and keeping your business as a priority as well. Consistency goes a long way in being reliable. That was just one example that I gave you. Another example of being consistent is making sure that you're available. How many times have you reached out to a company, tried to contact the owner, and it's like, one month you can reach the owner, they're there, customer service is great, and then like the next month, customer service isn't. One week they have different opening hours, the next week they have, you know, closed. Or one week they're um, advertising a certain price and the next week, you know, that price is just, it's gone. Like, you, you know, and again, I know that sales come and go and things like that. I'm not talking about sales. I know promotions come and go, but I'm just saying that nothing is consistent with that business. The pricing isn't consistent. The quality isn't consistent. The customer service isn't consistent. And it just doesn't build up that reputable idea in your mind for that business because there is a lack of consistency. Consistency can be looked at on all different angles, not just consistently posting content, not just consistently posting sales on social media, but are you consistently there for your customers and clients? And that's something that I can say that I have been, even when I'm under, under the weather, I still respond back to chats. I still was replying back to emails. Now I set the right expectation that it may be 24 to 48 hours before I reply back to emails, but I was still there. So being consistent helps in building that reliable reputation in business that is needed to keep your business operating, and to also generate repeat business. The next thing that I want to talk about is being humble. I've talked about humility in business so frequently on this podcast because it is so important. It's easy for me to remain humble because I know that everything that I have acquired was given to me by God. Even the skills that I have 
to be able to run different businesses, I didn't think of it on my own. God gave me this mind. God gave me this voice. God gave me the thinking process that I have to be able to put things together. So I know that this is not just my doing. I know Brittany Bundles isn't running this show. I know God is. And at any moment, what God has given me can be taken. That's with everybody. So there's no point in walking around like anyone's better than anyone because someone's been blessed and maybe the other person hasn't discovered what their gift is yet. Everyone has a time. And so being humble, it's just, in my opinion, the only way to be because we're all just people. <laughs> I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but we're all just people. That's it. We don't have any special powers. And I'm not saying that to downplay anyone. I'm just being honest. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have anything. So it's our duty to share what we know because it's not really ours in the first place. So humble, remaining humble definitely helps build a reliable reputation in business because people don't feel like they're coming to someone that they can't really come to. I would hate for my customers to feel like and my clients to feel like I can't go to Brittany because Brittany won't look at me as a person or because Brittany doesn't care about what I'm going through. I would hate that because I wouldn't want to feel like that going to anyone else. And like I've talked about before, what goes around comes around. What you plant grows, which you sow you will reap. I say that backwards a lot of times, so forgive me. <laughs> but I remain humble. And that's why. It's the right thing to do and anything can be taken at any given time. The next point that I want to touch on is concern and empathy. Like I mentioned, I would hate for Anyone to feel like they couldn't come to me because I wouldn't care about what they're going through. In order to show empathy, it's best to always try to take yourself out of what you're currently going through and put yourself in someone else's shoes. When I started doing that, I'm telling you, like, my world just started looking different. I just stopped being as judgmental as I was before. It just the world just looked different to me because I started looking at things not from my life and just my mindset, but how other people can think of things and how other people could have made decisions to get them in certain places in life. And okay, they don't need to be judged at this point. They already know that what they did wasn't necessarily the right thing, but how could, how could I help? Working in banking a lot of times as a loan officer, my job was to try and get loans approved. And there would be, you know, different people that would come into the, the credit union. And I remember this one application, and I, I don't know why this application sticks out to me, but it stuck out to me. Um, it still sticks out to me. It was for $1,000, which is the minimum loan application that you could do through the credit union. I mean, sometimes they would do an exception for $500, but typically standard was $1,000. And my job was to try and write up the loan to present it to the underwriters to see if they could ultimately approve it. And it was $1,000 for medication for an elderly woman. And at first it was instantly denied. 
and my coworkers were coming back. I, I had other people look at it and they were saying, no, look at her credit score. No, that's it. No. And I had to remind them, well, as a credit union, don't we look at more than just the credit score? And I really started to feel empathy for my client's situation because she needed the medication. She'd been a member with the credit union for years. She had collections on her uh, credit report that were bringing her, that, you know, was bringing her credit score down, but it was just medical collections which kind of aided to the point that she needed this money to be able to get her medication. And so I just felt so much empathy and concern for what she was going through that I constantly kept going back to the underwriters and I kept getting different underwriters to try and get this loan application approved. And my coworkers just couldn't understand it because at that point we were getting commission based on the loan amount. I'll just let you know what goes on on the back end sometimes when you're applying for loans. It's commission based on the loan amount a lot of times. And so if you're looking at a $1,000 loan or a $5,000 loan, those are considered quote unquote baby loans. No one's really going to spend a lot of time on a quote unquote baby loan. They're looking for more RV loans and auto loans and loans that are going to help you meet your goal each month. So, you know, there were other loans in the queue, $50,000 RV loans and, you know, $60,000 uh, new car loans and different things like that. Some mortgages in there and um, or home equity lines of credit and, you know, credit cards and just different things with a higher limit than 1000 And, you know, they were like, just move on, move on. It's just $1,000. You need to meet your quota. But I didn't want to move on because it wasn't about meeting my quota as much as it was about me making sure that I did what I could do to make sure that this woman got her medicine because that's where my heart was at. That's where my heart was at. So that's the same heart that I have today. I'm not perfect. I'm not the nicest person all the time, but as far as caring for people and being empathetic for certain situations, that's something that I've always worn on my heart. And that's something that helps me remain a reliable business owner because I care about what people are going through. There have been many people that have wrote in to me and talked to me about needing something or wanting something, whether it be assistance with their business, whether it be extensions and not having enough funds to obtain it and asking for different resources and options. And I was able to help them obtain that with different you know, options and resources. So that's something that definitely goes a long way. Now, the last thing that I wanna talk about is setting the right expectations. Setting the right expectations, that goes back to being honest. Do what you say you're gonna do, simple as that. If you can't do something, don't commit to it. If you can, stick to it. I'm not gonna beat this one over the head. I'm not gonna do it, uh, you know drown it out or anything like that because I've talked about it in so, so many episodes on YouTube as well as on my podcast. We all know what setting the right expectations mean. We all know right from wrong at this point. It's just a matter of will we do it? How important is your reputation? How important is your business? I get people that say sometimes, well, I can't control if someone left a false review on my... Um, on my website. And again, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast. We can't control what we can't control. All I'm focused on is what we can control. I can't focus on what someone else is doing 
and let that get in the way of what I need to do. We all are accountable for our own actions. So rather than focus on what we have no control over, I always advocate to focus on what we can control. And that's worked pretty well for me. So I hope that you took something out of this podcast. Today I was talking about how to build a reliable reputation in business, going over a few points and tips on how to do that. If you have a story that you'd like to share on the podcast, please, we'd love to hear it. Reach out to me via email. My email address is the letter B, talks, T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. Be sure to connect with me on my social media platforms. I am on YouTube at Brittany Bundles. That is YouTube, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, Bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Instagram, Brittany underscore Bundles, Facebook, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.